Pickaxe. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, I'm going to take off my headset for this intro. I'm just going to do it. It's going to be a running intro. All right, you ready? Okay. Yeah. Wait. Wait, just wait. Welcome to the Triforce Podcast! Woo! Trumpet music, please. Editors insert that. It's like we've run out onto stage, you know? Like, oh, I you don't see. just start oh, a show yeah. sat there. That's like, true. Everyone always does their like pop, 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 or where like voice warm yep. ups before, and then they run out on stage like. Like it gives you a lot yeah, of yeah. energy. The steps. They're for running the down start the steps of a in their podcast. Seat. Yeah, we well. It kind of reminds me of the Muppet Show. Remember the intro to the Muppet Show <laughs> yeah. with Kermit the Frog? He's like, <laughs> Welcome to the Muppet Show! Yay! And then you're just like waving his hands, and then the you know the curtain oh. comes up and boom, it was boom, so exciting. Boom, boom, that intro. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. It was one of the better intros for sure. Yep. Okay, we should always do that then. I'm worried yeah. that we don't have much follow-up though, because already I'm like out of energy and I'm, I'm like, already just, like, slumping well, yeah, in but my chair. Because what will happen is <laughs> the editors are gonna put in some really upbeat music, yeah. like pow, and it'll be like the Triforce Podcast. Ah! And they'll be like they'll put crowd sounds in and people are pulling stuff. Lasers, lasers, and, yeah. yeah. Rah, 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 all that kind of stuff, and, and uh, it'll be amazing. All right, so fill me in. And then on... we just sit around talking about dad stuff. No, let's just dive into the dad stuff. Any dad things happened this week? Oh, man, I had a fucking whole week of, like, nonstop dad action. Last week, I was on vacation with my family for a solid seven days. We went to the um, United Kingdom, the mainland, mm. as we call it over here. And um, <laughs> we visited uh, Center Parks in Longleat. If you've ever been before, it's a nice place. Nice place to take your family. Right. It's one the of those United places. Kingdom or Longleat? Uh, both. Uh, you uh, know, the United Kingdom's fairly nice. Longleat's beautiful. the one beautiful. with the safari it's... park? Where the... Yeah, uh, that's Longleat. Yeah, that's Longleat. So, like, yeah. Longleat Forest is where uh, Centre Parks is as well. It's just, like, next-door neighbours. Is it where you drive your car around and the monkeys pull off your um, windscreen yeah. wipers? And stuff? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. They've got, Lewis, like, they're called children. They've got... Okay. <laughs> they've got lions. <laughs> they've got some giraffes and stuff. They've got feral... Feral children foaming at the mouth, uh, frothing, took me a while to get that one. running around, uh, trying to pull things off your car and stuff. Yeah, but um, so we were, at, but we stayed at Center Parks the whole time this time, and it's one of those places where it's like you buy you you you, you pay for your accommodation, you get there, and then it's it's kind of like a menu, right? You can do as much or as little as you want to. If you want to just hang out at your like little villa or cottage thing or whatever mm. all the time and like watch TV and have barbecues and stuff, you can do that. It's cool. It's fine. There's lots of nice places to walk around. You can you can hire a bike. 
Or you can just like do lots of different things. Like we did a whole bunch of shit while we were there and it was really fucking exhausting. It was fun, but holy crap, I'm so tired. Like I, I, I don't know if I'll ever recover. Like I'm too old did for you center park. Did you have now. like an itinerary planned or did you just kind of wing it each day? Like what are we going to do today? We just, we just, we, we, we're very much up for winging it. Like we don't right. really plan things too You are far. wingers. Yeah. yeah do you like wingers. that? Do you like that sort of free roaming I think so, activity. yeah. I think it works better with kids because kids are so unpredictable. So you can get a sense for what kind of mood they're in and then you can plan accordingly you, that day. Do you have like things though, like you make an effort to go out and do something or do you, do you sometimes just have a day where you, you you just can't be asked to leave the room? Or is that, is that impossible with kids? Is it like well, does it just it's make imp- you go stir crazy? It's impossible, yeah. One, yeah. The one day that we decided that it was raining, we were, we were all tired. It was like near the end of like the, the vacation or whatever. And we were like, let's just like stay in today or at least try to stay in. But it's not relaxing at all. You don't just like sit there and fart around on your iPad and, you know, eat potato chips or whatever. Like basically you spend the whole day constantly telling people to stop doing things, (laughs) making sure that they don't kill themselves. Uh, You have to sort of watch out for when they leave the room and they're by themselves because all it takes is a split second for one of them to like knock out all their teeth like on a, and that's your wife on a sink or whatever yeah i know my wife is just like so so crazy and like i i gotta keep uh, tabs on her all the time it's nuts but uh but yeah so it's it, it was it was fun but it was really fucking hardcore and like full on and stuff and it, it was good we had like you know we had a we rented a car to get there because we had to like fly into an airport that was nowhere near where we were going so we got to drive around the uk a bit and stuff and that was pretty cool and um and yeah and everyone we got home and then literally the 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 day after we got home my son started school again so it's just been like i have to do the school runs now got to wake up like super early to get him ready and like take him to school and, did you take a picture of uh, him on the doorstep as like first day of school thing yeah you have to like every year like, yeah you, we, we've got them for every year you yeah, have you like kids their uniforms change and stuff and they look bigger and everything it's hilarious so you got to take pictures they like oh to look at them too yeah they love it they love yeah. it yeah they look back a couple of years and they're like oh, i can't believe i was so small and you're like yep that was you now look I'd, at you. Uh, my <laughs> mum was up for the last week because she uh she loves my my girls she loves them and she's on her own obviously so she kind of she comes up uh, as often as she can to to look after the girls. So I I kind of had a dad week in that I was able to pretty much do what what I wanted. Did a few things with my mum and the kids, but generally she'd take them out and do stuff with them. So I was able to, you know, we did like some recording this week and stuff like that. Mm. And um, so I was able to do stuff, um, which was nice. That was pretty much why she, that was her excuse. Oh, this way you'll be able to work and stuff like that. So I was able to do not really too much dad stuff. I was doing more sort of PFLAC stuff than dad stuff. But um, it was funny because I was talking to my mum. This is when I drove her to the station just now. She was telling me about like um, when we first moved over here, Obviously, I was very young. I was like eight or nine. Um, so, I, I, you know, I, I vague, have vague recollections of the kind of jobs that she used to have. And I know that one of the jobs she had was um, a friend of mine, uh, ran a, his family ran a guest house. So she worked sort of uh, for the guest house. So she was working for my friend's mum, which is uh, yeah, a little awkward, I guess. Like, But, um, it, you know, money's money. Um, but the, the main thing that she was telling me was that, that I didn't know or I'd forgotten was that she had done spent some time looking after uh, some old people in the area, sort of as sort of a not not a nurse so much as just a helper, if you like. All right. Um, so the lady that we bought our house off in Bournemouth, lovely old lady who's almost one hundred percent dead by now, 
because um, it's a long time ago. <laughs> Which is the she first thing that be. I thought of was it's, she must be we dead. We did the she's, math. She's, she's dead. No, no, no. She's ninety-eight percent dead. She's she is, like a yeah. zombie like, hanging on yeah, by a thread. Almost certainly gone. Right. Um, but she, she had like she, you know, these old ladies. Um, obviously, it's, it's generally old ladies left on their own because the men die younger, right? So these old ladies keep plowing on into their their late eighties and and nineties and stuff mm. somehow. A lot of them have really, really, really interesting lives, like really interesting lives. And there's millions of them stashed away in these old granny flats in Bournemouth. And I just think it's such a shame that they don't have any people to really talk to. And their stories are kind of lost. You know, their, their entire life history boils down to them for the last five or 10 years of their life, just in a flat being alone. Mm. Um, and I, I think it's, it's really sad because my mum was telling me one of these ladies... Um, she'd had a really interesting life. She'd like a couple of her husbands had been like really wealthy or, or something, you know, something, some crazy fucking job that they had. One of them was like this governor. She lived in, in India in the twenties. Whoa. Like imagine that. So it was like way back. Man, I can't even um, imagine living in India in the year 2017, <laughs> let alone right. the, the 1920s. The 1920s. <laughs> so she was there for that. And her husband had all these polo trophies. He used to play a lot of polo. So he was obviously quite posh. But uh, one time they were walking, um, they were going out for dinner and they had to go down through a fairly sort of dodgy area. Not dodgy in terms of the people, but dodgy in terms of it's it's literally like the jungle. Like it was near this jungle path. So he said to her, now we'll probably see a tiger, darling. It's not uncommon, but don't worry. The tiger is much more afraid of you than you are of it. Right. And she says, does the tiger know this? Nice. Because it's like, it's, it's a really good question. There's a freaking tiger. And I'm like, damn, now this old lady's living in this granny flat with like a hundred other grannies all in tiny little flats but she lived in india and she's like seen lions and shit so i just think it's a shame i i, I don't know uh if their stories and yeah their stories about stuff i mean the 1920s in india think how much she could tell you about what that was like well like, not the just thing, the stuff right? you could see on pathé news it's like really yeah. interesting day-to-day -day stuff everyone knows something you don't right and everyone's got stories that are interesting they well, they are very happy to tell you. Actually, do you know what? I don't think my nan actually does. My nan is one of these ninety-year-old ladies who, you know, who's gradually got sort of more incapable as she's she's grown older. Yeah. And so we've had people go and help her, you know, cut the shopping or push her down to the library or whatever it is that you know gradually. And I think she's she recently sort of asked us to put her in a more of a home where she can sort of not. She wanted that though. She was kind of like, um, yeah, I think you know, it's I, a sensible decision. I can't be asked anymore. I want to kind yeah. of don't want to bother cooking for myself. Can can we get can we get me in a home with other old ladies where I can chat to them and play Scrabble and yeah. And I don't know. It's like it's it's a different thing. But but I don't think she has any interesting stories actually. I mean, I speak to her all the time. Maybe she's told me them all already actually maybe that's it's it. really weird though isn't it what have these people done that makes them so fucking like unwanted and repulsive that nobody wants to look after their own mums and dads and they just like, i don't think it's up... repulsive that's unfair no i think that's no, also generalization wants to do right? it. nobody wants to do it shut like, up loads every, of people want to do it and loads of people do their, do it their parents like their old ass parents off to like uh, like a, a home, a retirement home. I can understand a nursing home. Okay? No, but I think like, this is a stereotype. I think we 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 see this on TV and movies, and we, as, as like something to to demonize, right? Like, yeah. And, we, and I don't think that many people do ship off their relatives to a nursing home. You know, it's it is definitely a classic Simpsons thing where it's like, oh yeah. no, don't put me in the home. <laughs> kind of like you know. It's, I don't know. I think I think stereotypes means that this stuff happens more than you think, though. That you know, it it is fairly common. I don't know anybody who has 
an like an elderly mother or father that like isn't in in a home or yeah, you but know, unless, the they're, unless they're that, perfectly capable, they're still living a life in their own house or whatever. But the minute that things become like a bit too much for them or whatever, they just go to like a home. They don't. Well, they, this it's is, not like you invite right, them though. to live in your house or you do anything to help them other than just like foot the bill for them to right, live but just somewhere think about else. This. Like it's it, just, I mean, if, if my mom came to stay here and we've got we've got quite steep staircases, I don't know how she's going to get up and down those stairs. Yeah. Like when she's in her eighties. So you'd have. I mean, I know. Um, people who've had to build like a granny annex right on the back of their house which is like the flat bit so you can come in the front door and go straight there's like they have to build a bathroom down there with a shower yeah. they have like the granny annex out the back for the old biddy to go into they don't have like a wheelchair ramp in the house and I, i've seen because a, a relative of um of of, of ours um the, the the dad had a, had a, a stroke like a really bad stroke so he was in a wheelchair and all the rest of it and they had to like it was a lot of money to redo the whole ground floor of the house so that he never needed to go upstairs because he couldn't. Yeah, yeah. So most people are not in a the situation where they can do that or they they have the space or maybe they're not willing to do that. Yeah. And also, I mean, if my kids said, "Yeah, we'll move heaven and earth so that you can live in an annex at the back of a house," I'd say, "Do you know what? Just save the money. I'll stay in a home which is purpose built and has other people of my age." that I can hang out with. And here's the other thing you don't probably know is that those old people in those old houses are having sex all the fucking what time. The you would not fuck? believe it. I am Come telling on. you, dude. They're not. I am telling you, it's like a fucking bordello. You think I'm joking? I'm <laughs> telling you. You ask people who work in those old folks' homes, they are doing it. I was going to ask you how stop. you knew that, and I guess that 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 checks out, but I don't think they are. I think when you're, old, serious, when you're fucking dude. old as hell like that, I don't think you have a sex drive. Half those guys can't even get boners. That, right. <laughs> And what invention has come along in the last 15 years yeah, that may have changed that? Uh, yeah, no, Viagra, but, homie! They're oh, doing okay. it! All right. You know what? And the thing Flex. is, their, their girlfriends, they don't break up with them. Their girlfriend or boyfriend dies because they're all super fucking old. <laughs> so they have all these short-term relationships and they're just like, hey, uh, my girlfriend died last week. Do you want to get together? Yeah, that's convenient. My boyfriend died last week. That's cool. Let's let's do it. And they go up to their room and they've got privacy and they just fucking do it all oh the time. Oh my God. It's, it's I'll like give you some... the benefit of the doubt, but I... I'm serious, I, dude. I'm fucking I serious. I fucking don't think it happens. It's like some end of the world... People stranded on a space station <laughs> with aliens awful. on there. Everyone's killing everyone. Why like, does it sound awful? Because, man, I don't want to fucking when I'm when I'm that old. I don't want to look at somebody's wrinkly old pussy. Like that's not me. I don't <laughs> want to sit see around your wrinkly in old my dick. fucking I, yeah. That too. I want to sit around in my fucking Mister Rogers cardigan sweater, okay, with my fucking slippers and my paper and stuff. And I want to like look at people and say, "Shit, I wish I was young again." But I don't want to look at some fucking old granny pussy or whatever like that's i'm pretty disgusting. sure they do it in the dark dude it's still you that's know, still fucking gross like you can still it, it, feel it doesn't it matter if stuff. you're in your 90s any holes are gold that's all i'm saying i don't think so man i think when my dick stops working i'm i'm cool with that like yeah i've made kids and stuff i've had a lot of sex in my time okay i'm not going to go in details when i'm old i'm fine i don't need to do it anymore i'll watch macgyver and fucking smoke a pipe and stuff and just like go to bed at six o'clock at night or whatever and i'm cool i don't need to have sex anymore at that point in my life I'm yeah. sure of it. You'll get your pipe and slippers. You'll, you know, do the crossword. You'll walk walk down to the shop and buy buy the milk and smell the flowers and, yeah. you know, look longingly at your phone. <laughs> Pay somebody I, 25 cents to clear my attic and stuff. <laughs> like, 
you know, just yeah. general old people just, stuff. Just think sadly about those days when you went to Longley and had to tell people to stop doing things all stop, day. Stop trying to kill yourselves and stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. All, right. all, all I'm saying is I think that you are you are doing what a lot of people do and assuming that the way they think now is the way they're going to think later. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're saying, oh, I won't want that. But, I mean, when I was 17 years old, I was like, I ain't never having no kids. Yeah. And now I've got kids and I would never have changed it. And then, you know, back and you think, geez, when I'm 40 or 50, I'm not going to want to have sex. I'm going to look like some horrible, bold old man. I want to have sex all the fucking time. And I don't see why that's going to change. You look like a horrible, just old, you're out there bald, old man right on. now. And you want <laughs> exactly, to have sex that's what time. I'm saying. Yeah. You kind of fucking stink too, actually. And I still don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm horny as fuck. Like, there's no... <laughs> There's, there's no, just because I'm old, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to look at the, the the wrinkly old pussy. You are wrinkly. And what you are, you like. That's all I'm saying. I don't know yeah. if that's I'm, true, I'm not saying actually. if I was 80 and some 20-year-old model wanted to have sex with me that I'm going to go, well, that I would be different. a wrinkled pussy. That would be different, yeah. In that case, know, maybe I'd be tempted to have sex in my later years. But. but you're surrounded by old people all the time, so maybe your appreciation for what beauty is can change. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, uh, but that in itself for me would kill the mood, though. I would just be miserable no, no, no. surrounded see, by all these old people. Tell you what, what's the date? What is, what is the year? It's 2017, all yeah, right? So yeah. in 50 years' time, Sips... Uh, uh-huh. We'll t- we'll have a we'll have a Triforce reunion, and you can tell me how many old biddies you're poking. All oh, right, you just tell me. Yeah, okay, I will. Sure. Well, I don't know. I think probably a couple of you guys will be dead by 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 then. It's probably just <laughs> going to be got me. A couple of years know. left. I'm, I'm hoping cyborgs. I'll, I'll become like a cyborg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who do you reckon's good? Well, you you guys are older than me, right? So you know, I'm thinking that you're going to go first, and then wait, you know, how much older are we? Than I'll be you, comforting how... your wives, and it'll be like, oh you yeah, you stay away you know, from Mrs. F. My girlfriend died recently. So, uh, you know. <laughs> what, you're, what, how old are you, Lewis? You're like 35, right? I'm 34 this year. 34, okay. Yeah. So you're seven years younger than me. You're three years younger than me. Yeah, well, you know, that's a big difference. You know, it's, it's plenty of time. <laughs> Jesus. Gosh. He's so happy oh, that we're going to die first. God, I'm just... <laughs> Can you hear me suggesting that I'm going to cuck you from beyond the grave? Oh. Yeah, I heard that. Jesus Christ. Try it. Sounds man, dreadful. Man. But what you don't know is we have a suicide pact. Right. And uh, and you're you're part of it. Uh, when we get too old, we kill Lewis and then ourselves. Okay. I saw a movie like a while back and I didn't watch the whole thing, but it was a movie about the end of the world and there was like a meteor heading towards Earth and it was going to end the whole world or whatever. Okay. Was Bruce Willis in it? No. And okay. um, the scene that I saw was there's like this man and a woman sitting on the roof of a building holding guns to each other's heads and like crying because they didn't want to like, you know, have to experience this meteor crashing into the world and ending it or whatever. So right before it happened, they were just going to shoot each other in the head like suicide pack style, right. like go out together sort of thing. And I thought... It's pretty miserable, but at the end of the, at the end of the day, too, you can understand why people would be tempted to do that. Because, like, nah, man, man, think, I don't want to fucking this. experience that, and and I certainly don't want to live through that either. Like, I'm quite happy with the world being the way it is now. I, I don't mind dying it, if I'm going to die in that, you know, in the conflagration. I, I would, like you said, I would rather die than survive it and be living like an animal. Yeah, and, and the earth is on fire and all, everything's all terrible. wrinkled up. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to be wrinkly. Um, <laughs> no, so I don't want to be wrinkled because of radiation from like, you 
know, nuclear blast or whatever. I don't want to be wrinkled from being old. I just don't want to get wrinkled. Hey, smooth skin. But just (laughs) hey, hey, smooth skin. (laughs) But just imagine this. Try wrinkle. Oh, I got a good load of wrinkles here. Just try them out, and maybe you'll like it. Maybe you'll find that actually. Yeah, I like a wrinkly pussy. Hey, <laughs> no, baby. No, I do not. Come inside. <laughs> I don't like a wrinkly pussy. I'm actually a lady. Jesus. You didn't know. Oh, oh my I God. Got a, I got a good old wrinkly pussy you can have a look at. <laughs> oh, I smoked a lot of fallout. It's so. like one of those fucking cats with no fur. They're all like wrinkled up. There's <laughs> my wrinkly pussy. Oh, no. Uh, this wrinkly kitty is called Marjorie. Oh, <laughs> give her a good stroking. Oh, it's like Marjorie's hungry. It's like stroking <laughs> the dry. Scabs of an oh. eczema sufferer. It's like, oh god, Jesus Christ! God, Jesus. I distrust cats. All right, so wait, wait, wait. So just listen, okay? If the Earth's about to get destroyed, but like, like, let's say the Moon is going to smash into the Earth. Just imagine that, or some giant asteroid. It's going to be unbelievable. The whole planet's going to blow up. If you kill yourself, you miss, quite frankly, the once in a lifetime chance to see the planet get destroyed by the fucking Moon. I like, s- I'd want to see that. You wouldn't. The last though. moments of my life will be the most unbelievable in human history. Well, you're going to miss it because you're going to. Be a coward and shoot yourself. Well, I, want see, it's, come it's, on, man. I don't want to see that. <laughs> it's like I really right don't. Me. Ah, you know what's worse top. though? I don't ah. want to be standing around people that I I know and care about and watching them die in like some inferno as well. Like I'd rather just oh, no, go just before it. that happens. Just charge the well, moon. The I'd thing, get a right? big flag Is with that, the earth on it. Some people right. get. It's like being on a roller coaster, right? Imagine like you know watching the moon come to like splat you. I mean, it will be as instantaneous yeah. as getting shot but if you could like if you could like get it in your head that it's like exciting like it's a roller coaster you could make that experience not terrifying you could make that experience <laughs> exciting a lot of the time right fear is what you what you can and, and also a lot of other things are how you make a mental choice about it you can you can change your opinion on how things are very easily you decide how you experience the world. Right. So, you know, if you got if you think you're gonna find something, well, to some extent, I don't know. It's a little bit like I was I was doing some art again, right? And <laughs> I would um, love to see Lewis's art, man. Oh my I god, would. one day you might. It's it's like it's like your son is better artist than I am, Sips, a hundred percent. Man, like, he's fucking better than me too. Like he's he's pretty good. You should see him go. Holy shit. He made like a did, map did, of center parks while we were away. It was fucking pretty awesome. good. Yeah, it was Wow. Lewis, did you watch that video with Jim Carrey where he's become a shit artist and you were inspired by that? Is that where this is coming from? I think I need to watch that movie, but it might put me off what it's I'm called doing. The Mask. <laughs> <laughs> what movie is that? Uh, Jim Carrey is a Jim shit Carrey. artist. It was, no, no, no. It, this is, this is, it's like, it was like a YouTube video. This is a thing that he does now. They, people don't know if it's like a bit ahead of a movie or if he's actually become... Like he's decided that he likes painting, and it's like it's very therapeutic for him and everything, which a lot of people say. Okay, but it's shit because he's not an artist; he's a fucking actor, and he's just people are saying, "Oh, isn't that really good, Jim Carrey?" In the same way they'd say it if any adult with money and fame did a thing, they'd say, "Oh, yeah, it was it's great, really good." I mean, you can be a fucking serial killer and do the worst art ever, and people be like, "Oh, this is fascinating work," just because you're a fucking serial killer. So Gives Jim us Carrey real does insight a into the mind of the yeah. killer. Yeah, I like what he's done with the skulls and the gore. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just felt like because I, I, I went to Gamescom and uh-huh. obviously there's a modern art gallery there that I've been to before. And fucking you walk hell, through man. it every fucking year. You do this, don't you? Yeah. You go to Gamescom and then you go to a modern art gallery. We talked about this before. We talked about this before. And 
I just sort of thought, fuck it. Like, you know, I could I could paint some blue fucking paint on a canvas. Also, all of the walls of my my flat are like bare. So I decided I was going to just fill them up with, with stuff. And I didn't really want to go art. to Ikea and buy like a thing for £10. I'd rather and like buy like... it's the same like, thing that's on everybody's fucking wall. Like get something interesting on there for Well, also sake. like I thought, fuck it, I'll buy like... Well, I could buy like three fucking canvases for £10 and then like a, a weird... So wait, wait, wait. So you've decorated what? your flat with art that you've made? Mm, some oh, of it. I know a lot of artists come like, like to imbue their their work with like a personal touch at the end. You know, like... Right. So a streak of semen. Just like Dro- a little oh like my God. drop of semen just to <laughs> sort of like give it that human touch. I feel like that's too much. I don't want to. I don't want to think of my own semen every time I look at my art, or else it will just make me horny all the time. Do you know what I mean? It will be well, like. Oh, that's part of the art. That's, what, a, that's know, why. That's what gets people going. It gets their creative juices flowing. No, but like that's all they've got hung in old folks' homes. The art is just semen. Yeah, just gigantic so, horse erections and oh stuff. Oh my like god! That. <laughs> that's why there's all this sex going on. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. So, they can't stop thinking about it. But no, really, like I've, I've, I'll show you. I'll do. I'll show you a few. But it's, it's just weird sometimes like I, I, I when I was writing the thing I was always taught was that if you're ever faced with like a blank sheet or a blank piece of paper or anything that's like where you get writer's block from you have to just start putting things down and then as soon as you've written something down it all just fills out um and it's like it's easy from that point on right and, it, and that's what it's like for me I'd be like, where the fuck do I start and then I just start making bullet points start making notes or some some trigger and then three hours would go by and I was like, oh, I'm done now. And it was, I'd come out, it's almost like I was in like a reverie or something or in like, um, you know, in a trance. And it's the same thing with like art, doing a bit of art. It's like, I, I just splodged some stuff down and I'm like, okay, what does this look like? It looks like a fucking crunchy bar or whatever. It's now. So you're basically a level one painter on The Sims, and but uh, deciding to hang up your own art in your house it is rather than sell it. fucking awful though, Sips. Like, I know that it's awful, but... It's kind of okay because it makes me feel, but this is part of like the decision sort of process. Like, for example, well, like, so I'm I'm coming over next week, and um, you, we we were supposed to like go watch movies at your place last time I was over, but I was too tired and I wanted to just play Hearthstone. Do you want to do some art with me? Well, no, I don't want to. I but I'm what? very very interested to see what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh well, man, I'll take pictures, Flax. I'll send them to you. Oh please. Oh good. Oh good. shit. This is gonna well, be Well I might I might post them on um I'm a little bit embarrassed talking about it, but I shouldn't be. I'm fairly you shouldn't I, be. who cares? Like you've got nothing to do with it. I don't re- give you know, a shit really. Yeah, I mean even if you're even if you're a really good artist, you should never really care. Like because I think art when you create art, you you do it for yourself. You don't do it to impress people. Yeah, I'm right. You don't create it for the benefit of others. Uh, like b- b- other people do benefit from it, obviously, but it's a very it's a personal thing, isn't it? You should never feel like self-conscious about. Some also, art the, the that. main thing I wanted about because the main thing I like, one of the things I like about art is that it's not as opposed to. Hmm, I guess the one I just like seeing it be in three D. Like if you have a painting, for example, it's it's you can tell it's. It's not the same as a print because when you look at a painting in a gallery, the paint kind of comes off the, the canvas and it gives it this sort of texture that is not flat. Whereas when you've got a print of something, it is just flat. And that I don't think represents the painting very well. And so in a sense, no. like I wanted to have things that were just 3D. And also when, I think when you also, go and look at a painting, especially a famous painting, in the flesh. Yeah. It's a lot more impressive than when you see it. Oh, yeah. It. I, I'll tell you what's really impressive. You know, like the really big fucking murals that like, oh, yeah, yeah. like the huge tapestry ones. 
I mean, that's crazy. Like to to keep the scale and to get like proportions on bodies right, like oh, it's on, crazy. on that massive scale as well, is insane. Like those 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 are like masterpieces. But the, the, these 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 pieces of are, are actual art, and they're created by someone with natural skill or honed There's talent. There's no natural that, skill. Well, but to the honed it. talent that has been. That's been crafted over tens of thousands of hours. Well, that's a lifetime of. of, of I I actually kind of think there is a natural talent to it. Like I know know people who are like, if you look at someone like Caravaggio, you couldn't just say, "Oh yeah, he practiced really hard," because there's a lot of artists out there. There is a degree of painting their whole life. I I, I, I think you have to start really, really, really fucking early. Though, yeah, right. It is. It's it's, it's, like it's, it's something you develop when you're a kid. It's like Caravaggio or whatever, or these these Dutch masterpieces. You know, painters. They they were tra- started their training at age fucking four and never stopped. It's like never stopped. You know, they, right, they that was their not life. Just, it, they did it's not nothing just a technical else. exercise. No, no, it's not there, just there is a exercise. degree of technicality to it, though. Like, of you, course, like naturally, I mean, that, that's the skill. That's the practice and the skill. Yeah, yeah. Ne- but I think if you if you look at a great artist, it's not just wow, that's a technically great drawing. It's like, it, it has to be, because it's also a window into how they see the world and how how well they can transcribe that and their feelings about it into well, an I, art form. I'll tell that's you, the, I, that's the talent. I knew I knew a bunch of guys that um, went on to become comic artists. Like these guys were drawing all the time at school. Yeah. And, and like a lot of them went on to become comic artists for like, you know, like Street Fighter 2 comics and stuff. And... The stuff that they used to draw was not like what you'd expect, you know, like they didn't just like draw like Zangief every day, you know, to, to get him perfect or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You'd walk into art class and they'd be there over their lunch hour drawing because they love doing it and stuff. But they'd be copying stuff out of like anatomy books. So like hands, yeah, yeah. they would draw hands all the time because the hands are like the hardest thing to draw. Yeah. And they would draw like a leg. But with nothing else, just a leg. But like all the muscle definition in a leg, the like all s- different poses for a leg and stuff. And this is the kind of shit that they would do all the time. Yeah, yeah. And like, and that was like the training element of it. They had natural artistic ability, like at a very base level. But because they would do this stuff every day, they got better and better and better. But the anatomical stuff was like super important because that's what yeah, it is. that's what makes yeah. like you know when you look at like blizzard art you know like of these like orcs that are just fucking ripped to, to shit holding like big like axes and stuff like that that all comes from like years of like you know doing this like anatomical like technical drawings and stuff like that you know like getting the proportions right making it look like really good and everything it's it it's pretty impressive but man it's a lot of fucking work it really like is. it's not something that somebody somebody with like natural um, artistic ability, doesn't just sit down and draw something like that. It takes like years of fucking practice. Like, it's, and all it's and all of those big paintings, like there's sketches that they've done like for a year, just to plan that shit all out and get everything in yeah, the right yeah. proportion and figure out. Because then when you go to put it on the canvas, you can't be like, oh fuck, oh shit, I got the one of the legs <laughs> oh, is like no, twice as long as the big. other leg. Oh, oh no, god, you know, yeah, no, you got to get it right. It's nuts, but like I. You know, there's there's all sorts of like different art, like you know, like comic book art is is one thing, and you know, like my son watches this show called Art Ninja on on oh, yeah. um yeah, I on know the one. CBBC, and it's like it, it it's not the same kind of art, but it's still impressive. Like the things that he can do, like he can like make like these like crafts and just like easy things that you can do at home, where you like fold the paper and cut it and do th- different things with it and stuff. And like my son loves it, and like that's the kind of shit that like you know like 
he's at that age where he likes doing that kind of stuff sort of thing. And it, well, it and is it works, weird, isn't it? It's impressive. It's very the impressive. The art is both one point, one, on one hand, you know, something that kids and toddlers and we're really happy to expose them to and it's really wholesome and it's really enjoyable and they get a lot of joy out of it. And then it becomes this thing that only pretentious people do or or, or people who have, who, who, who've honed their skill and are very, very good at it. Like, you know, there's not too many casual artists. Like you, you have a few casual musicians. You have a few people who are playing piano, but you don't see a lot of adults learning piano. It feels like that's something that you do as a kid as well. You learn to play music with just while you're in school. You don't, you know, other than a random couple of people pretending to learn guitar for their entire life kind of thing. Um, I don't know. It's weird. So anyway, I just thought, you know, it's weird. It's, it's good to get over these um, pre predefined ideas and just fucking get involved do something weird do something different i'm also going to japan oh in, yeah you um, mentioned yeah in yeah. like a month's time you looking forward to it yeah you went to japan didn't you sips yeah um, i did yeah for in a couple 2007 of weeks. i went for like two weeks i think yeah, yeah um uh, what was your like reasoning to go there in the first place Have we talked we just wanted this? to go we just like we we'd read a lot about it and it seemed like an interesting place to go we didn't have kids or anything like had a pretty good job had some disposable income so we're like let's save up plan it out and and go we got like translation books and everything so that was quite planned as opposed to your free roaming modern holidays yeah well i mean (laughs) we planned it like maybe three months in advance sort of thing but and we didn't plan anything to do while we were there we turned up and then just sort of winged it while we were there but i mean you got to plan it to some degree you got to like book flights and stuff yeah oh yeah you know but when it comes to planning i I plan very very little as you may have noticed so what happens is like you you'll message me and say we're gonna do some ck2 next week and i'll be like cool and mrs f will say i was thinking we'd go here on holiday this year and i found a hotel and i found a bunch of stuff to do and i've read a bunch of reviews about it and i've done this that and the other and i'll be like cool like i don't mind having shit planned for me like when we went away on holiday to france mrs f had like a full fucking itinerary we're gonna do this on thursday this on wednesday what do you think and i was like that sounds great like she likes she loves to plan ahead yeah she hates surprises and she hates just leaving things sort of uh hanging which is good because i don't give a shit either way uh so i'm happy to let her do the planning so it it works for me i don't actually do any planning but i have a lot of stuff planned it's just that i didn't plan it i used to like the winging and the the unplanned thing but i found that you can always break plans. Like you can always plan. Like what we're doing is we're planning something for every day in Japan. But we can always say, actually, do you know, do you know we're not going to do this today. We're going to do this other thing we want to do or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but at least then we're not stuck in the hotel or whatever. Like just kind of like thinking, oh, we should be going out, right. and making the most of this. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got vague. That's the way I've sort of done things. I I, I have more of a sketch plan for for every day rather than an hour by some people have a minute by minute plan where they're like we're spending 45 minutes here then we're going taking the 10 minute walk to you here say we who are you, are you going with your dad uh no i'm, I'm not oh your mom then <laughs> nice well, that'd be good has she ever been my 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 dad is my it was my dad's 80th birthday by the way i'm Fuck! going to keep saying this my dad's yeah. 80th happy birthday. birthday happy birthday papa we Lynch. went out happy um, birthday week ago i bought him a solar pad watch so he actually has to fucking wear it because otherwise he would just like not not wear it because um, you know he's, he's like oh it's a special watch that my son bought me I you know I want to keep it in the box whatever right, listen, kind of speaking speaking of dads and also speaking of art that we just talked about I just wanted to say before we move on too far from art and dads I had a real dad moment while I was on my vacation last week um, when I was when I was younger I used to draw a lot like at school and stuff I just just like drawing 
um, I don't draw so much now, but like, I, like I'm, I'm okay. Like I, like I, I can draw. Sort oh, what, of thing like actual like, sketching, actual like. Yeah, yeah, I, okay. yeah. And so oh, cool. when I was right. when I was younger, I used to draw like a lot of like the action figures and stuff that we were playing with at the time. So like Ninja Turtles, Ghostbusters. Like I, I can I could draw like the Ghostbuster logo and and stuff like that. And like I just somehow remembered like that I can draw some of these characters, some of these logos and stuff, which. I never put like anything and like much stock into it at all. You know, I just thought at the time, whatever, this this is all there is to do sort of thing. So I'm just drawing and me and my friends would draw and stuff. And it was really fun. But when I was on vacation last week and it was raining, we had like some, you know, some colors and pencils and stuff like for the kids, you know, just something for them to do sort of thing while we were like stuck inside. Mm. Uh, and my son was just like, can you draw this? And I was like, yeah, I can actually. And I just like sit down and draw it. He'd be like, oh my God, like, how can you do this stuff? And he'd be like, how about this? Like, yeah, I can do that. He's like, <laughs> we had like a whole page of like Ghostbusters and logos and stuff. And then we had a whole page of like Ninja Turtles. And then we did a whole page of like ghosts and stuff. And like, <laughs> oh, it was hilarious. It was so funny. He was just like, just like increasingly amazed at like everything that I was able to draw for him that like didn't look fucking terrible either like some of it looked like all right sort of thing so it was like it was really nice it was it was it was good oh shit it's like i think i think he he thought for like a brief moment that actually i was like something other than a person that just says no all the time it was really good (laughs) 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 i get the impression that that is what you sometimes become it's just like the the man who says the man who shuts down fun oh you have to like it's crazy because the thing is like like a kid's concept of fun is like stacking a whole bunch of cushions onto a couch and then jumping up and down on them and they're like super uneven and wobbly and they're high up and gonna fall down and give themselves a concussion sort of thing so like you do sort of have to be like the gatekeeper of fun in in those cases for sure like it's the worst but Mm -hmm. i mean you gotta weigh it up like you know do you want to be the guy who says no or do you want to be the guy who's sitting in a hospital for the rest of your life because your kid's just like fucking mangled from doing some dumb shit on the couch so 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 i mean i was talking to ben and ben was like you know oh yeah japan sounds great because it's it's one place i want to go because it's literally about as far as as alien as you can get, you know, without being literally little green men, you know, it's, it's yeah. the most different, weirdest culture in the it world. Is, it is really strange and it's fun though. It's exciting and it's fun and I've always wanted to and, go. Yeah, I've always wanted to go. It's the kind of place that you'll leave and you'll be like, oh, I'd love to go back or I'd love to live here for like a period of time just to like really immerse myself in the culture and stuff. It's, it is nice. You know, it's fun. I really want to go there cause they have those girlfriend cafes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and here's what it comes back to. Yeah. Carry I really on. Wanna, I really want to go there for some weird sexual reason. Girlfriend Always. cafe. Yeah. Tell me about these cafes. Well, so my friend went there. Uh, my friend was teaching English over there um, uh, for about a year. Okay? Right. And, some of my other buddies went out there to, to sort of hang out with them and spend some time and, and sort of, you know, to just say hi. And uh, they had a friend living in Japan, which is a first for us. So they wanted to go and, uh, and see what it, it was like. And they have these cafes uh, where you can basically, it's not like a porn thing, right? It's like a company thing. So you hang out and you've got like this sweet uh, Japanese girlfriend for like an hour or whatever. Yeah. While you have whatever coffee and, you know, muffins. I just thought that sounds awesome, and they said that like all the the the, the girlfriends that you could get 
were a little on the chubby side, which is my thing anyway, Aww. right? So I was, I'd be like, you get a nice little sweet chubby Japanese girlfriend for an hour, that'd be fucking awesome. And I could like really imagine, here I am with my hot, slightly chubby young Japanese well, girlfriend. One second. That'd be amazing. Pete, Pete, nice. Go on. You're, you're a chubby chaser. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I like you chubby feed her girls. as well, or just a just a chaser. No, 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 no. I just like I don't I don't like girls that are like sticks. You know what I mean? Like if oh. you can see ribs, that uh, that no. doesn't do it for me at all. Like I hate all that no, shit. No, I, I don't like I skinny like girls. A, no offense to skinny girls. No, I like you as people. I'm just saying, when it comes to you know, then uh, the the skinny girls You're is, like is more, not my bad. More cushion for the pushing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's it. I get it. Distilled as a bumper sticker. Have that I never is heard that expression before? Because you're not shit. into you're not in my world, man. Yeah, I don't know. you gotta I get like, in there into the I mind like a, of the flex. I like a figure eight. I like a curve. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. Oh no, Would I you, don't. If you were in there, you'd want a nice skinny Japanese girlfriend cafe experience. It's like no, no, no. With me, it's like two sticks, like fucking rubbing against. It's a bad idea. You know, you've got yeah, you've got, like those. It's like those anime schoolgirls with like the like knobbly knees and stuff like that. Like, right. You know, like they're all skinny and frail and stuff. Like, no. I, I'm with that's you. For, that's I for like non-confident people. I, I like them a bit chubbier than that. Maybe. Uh, that's the same thing. It's like it's like going back to the old folks thing, though. It's almost like I think I think to some extent people are attracted to people who are the same level of attractiveness as them, or at least. Oh, of course. Um, or I don't know, man. I'm pretty ugly, and I like hot chicks. So yeah, but it's like the same or higher, right? No, it's like, no. You're like, not gonna, I like you're not going like to go lower. Red, smoking hot, and like I'm not. <laughs> that would, that not would be higher. Looking, so. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But the same but your or Your definition higher. of red, smoking hot is very different to other people's definitions, and you won't realize this. But it'll be, it'll be, it'll be because you think, well, you know, maybe I've got a chance. I think we can all agree that Liz Hurley is red, smoking hot. We can actually. You know what? It always makes me laugh whenever we talk. Whenever we try to give examples of hot women that are currently (laughs) active and celebrities, she's she's not J Lo. She's not Liz Hurley. It's like those women are in their eighties now. Come on, they're not in their eighties. They're not. They're going to be hot. They're going to age at the same rate as us. That's the problem. And that's. Brings us back to point one about old people having sex. You're telling me, Sips, you wind up in an old folks' home with 72-year-old Liz Hurley. Oh, yeah. If I'm in an old folks' home and they all look like Liz Hurley, I'll be having sex, Flex. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. The thing is, that's not the case. You're in a fucking home with a bunch of people with Marge Simpson hair that's fucking white and you can, like, see their head because it's all thin and weird and stuff and they look skeletal. They don't look like Liz Hurley at all. You're not having sex with them. Weird. No, you don't have to. There's people like that who are your age who who look terrible. You're not having sex. Go to an old folks' home after we're done the podcast and and do a trip report. Tell me what you see. (laughs) Right. We're not talking about old people that are in there for like palliative care and they're like clinging to life. I'm talking about people in their 70s and 80s. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm talking about the same people. The floral dress that goes down to their ankles with those weird fucking leathery gray shoes, like the orthopedic ones. Right, but they all do that. That's like their thing. And then they they all have like that fucking wrinkly ass skin on their face that looks like pulled back and their teeth are more exposed than they were in their younger years and their eyes are super fucking wide open and stuff listen sis and they when have you go, petrified when you, hair like they look like they've been electrocuted when you reach the old folks home right it's gonna be women of oh, our generation it's gonna How be girls in fucking hoodies with nerdy glasses on oh you guys are crazy you don't understand how old people I work. do okay. you don't understand I know old people alright I've seen old people right so have I everybody's seen old people 
And there are some old people, like, they dress the way they did when they were 30. Yeah. It's just that the fashion looks like it is for old people because they, that's the way, if you went back to 1930, you'd say, geez, everyone's dressed like an old person. So when we're old, yeah. they're going to be sitting around wearing jeans and t-shirts and hoodies just like uh, Lewis is saying. And also, bear in mind, their diet back then was fucking awful. Like, they didn't get anything fresh. It was a fucking <laughs> they war. They did? What are you talking Everything about? Everything was in a fucking can, uh, and it would probably have cancer in it and radiation and shit. I don't think we're, I don't think we're much better <laughs> these hey, days smooth somehow. smooth skin, come over here. <laughs> smooth skin. So what? So in the old folks' home when we get there, it's going to be a bunch of They're people drinking... They're all going to be Liz fucking Hurley. Coke Zero wearing, exactly. wearing fucking hoodies. Playing fucking listening, Overwatch. Listening to iPods, <laughs> playing Overwatch. Jesus it's going to be completely Christ. different. It's going to be like right. young, like we are now, but we'll be old. That's right. it. Yeah. That's Remember the internet? Yes, before the asteroid. We took have it to time capsule this. We have to time capsule this and meet up again in fifty years' time and laugh about this because I'm I'm a hundred percent the person who's going to come out of this being right. Okay, and you guys are okay, fucking buddy. crazy. I don't. Okay, I mean, my mind is going to be fucking mush in fifty years. I don't. You know, nah, I'm going to be like be drugs and shit. I don't. Well, maybe we'll all just be fucking plugged into the Matrix by that point. Do you know what I mean? Internet. Yeah, we'll all be in the Matrix. We'll have robots to do everything for us. You'll be able to live in your house. A robot will carry you up the stairs. That's a, a big market is going to be robots for old folks. I saw that movie. What was it called? The one with the old lad who gets a robot. It's called yeah. The Old Man Who Got a Robot, I think is what it's called. Yeah, and he and, was uh, like, originally hated it, and then it became like... Yeah, he, he, because he used it to like break into places. He was like a, a thief. That's and he realized right. that he could use the robot to do so. It was, it was I good. I, I, I was parents. expecting not to enjoy it, but my I actually dad, really enjoyed it. My dad it. really enjoyed that movie. Lewis, look at that old boy <laughs> breaking in with that robot. Oh, that's just marvelous stuff, Lewis. Oh, oh good recommendation, boy. Is he well in the room? Done. My dad is no. not some sort of posh, <laughs> posh lord. <laughs> yeah, he is. Like thigh-slapping country farmer with a shotgun <laughs> under his arm. Oh, oh nice. Fucking I hell. feel like the Golden Girls oh. is like, you know, you know, like that that chart of human evolution where like they're like monkeys and they become like more upright and then they turn into... Right. Golden Girls is a bit like that for old people as well, right? Like if you were to line up all the Golden Girls, it's like all the stages of like being old, right? Like okay. early, early old age is like Blanche Devereaux, okay? And then a little bit on from that is probably Dorothy, I would say, because she's still like, she looks old, but like she looks like young old, but not so much so as Blanche Devereaux. Yeah, yeah. And then you can see what she looked like 40 from, from years Dorothy, ago. From Dorothy, you go to Rose because Rose looks fucking old, okay? Yeah. And then from Rose, obviously, you go to fucking what's-her-face, the, the really old one. Sophia. Who yeah, actually yeah. turned out to be the youngest of all of them. Yeah, I know. In real nuts. life, which is weird, but she looked old. And she was in Don't Stop or My Mum Will Shoot with Sylvester That's right. Stallone, lest we forget. Yeah, yeah. But so the, old, the oldest golden girl is what you can expect in these old folks' homes, okay? Like, right. stereotypically, with the big fucking glasses and, like, a fro and stuff, okay? Nobody's going to be wearing hoodies, guys. I'm just fucking telling you. Like, it's I mean, not you're wrong. I, honestly, like, here's the thing, though, right? You've got to understand, we're, we're men, okay? So we can... We are men! Oh, first of all, I don't think we're going to necessarily make... If you're lucky enough to make it to an old folks' home, right? Yeah. You're one of a few who's who's lasted. I think that's probably why these... Because the, the men who've, who've lasted to these old folks' homes are always, like, leathery-skinned, quite thin, quite tall, you know, the classic Casanova, 
You know, yeah. the strippings, they make it through, <laughs> right? Well, the Casanovas have leathery skin. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what they're like? They're like, they're like old, old Fonzies. Yeah. They get old Fonzies. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Dude, yeah. Fonzie is hella old now. I saw him. Yeah, He's fuck. so old. Yeah, I know. Like, that's what Henry happens. Henry Winkler. Yeah, do you think? Yeah, but I bet you Henry fucking Winkler has his pick. He's getting all the of pussy. All of that old folks He's fucking home. welcome to it. No, I don't think. Nobody th- else is hitting that pussy. You might as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think probably Henry Winkler, although he's 71, if he wanted to, he could probably date a fucking 40-year-old woman. Easy. Maybe. You know. Yeah, probably. George, mean, Clooney, George Clooney can do, can do it, for sure, though. Like He's, he's in his 90s. He's and pretty he's still, fucking handsome. He's looking great. Yeah. He's looking great. No, he's yeah. 56, George Clooney. He's pretty old. Um, he could date a fucking 20-year-old. Christ. I mean, he's only a little bit younger than my parents, for fuck's sake. If I yeah. was if I was a hot 21-year-old girl and George Clooney wanted to fuck me, I'd let him fuck me. Would you would you go steady with him though? Or would you just like Yeah, for a while. And then you know you get sick of being around with an old dude and you'd be like Jeez. Yeah. And you go with a young guy. The life of a 20-year-old girl. Jesus. What does a 20-year-old girl even do? Like who knows? Fucking <laughs> Having sex with George Clooney, that's what. Yeah, I don't know. I don't oh, know what's man. in the mind of, of a 20 year old. I don't know woman. what they no do, idea. though. Like, I know, like, I know younger, like, you know, teenage boys, 20 year old boys just play lots of video games. Yeah, because I was that, so exactly. I can remember. But I mean, I, you know, I don't know. But what the fuck do girls do? They just sit around and talk on the phone all the time, I guess. Oh my God. <laughs> you see Randy's ball sack? Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Tiffany Gross. That's all they do. That's all they talk. They, they, that's all they do. They sit around and talk. They have to. Because I don't know what the fuck else they're doing. I know. I know. I, I, I speak to, when you speak to some, some like, grown-ass grown women, right? I'm not talking about no girls. I'm talking about grown-ass women. Yeah. Uh, about what it was like when they were younger. They, like, you you, you have this impression. I, I did when I was a young man of what girls were like. That they were, like, pristine and amazing. And they just did all this kind of, you know, they were all very together. And they did all their fucking homework. They always and, smelled really nice yeah too, and they're just yeah. like super awesome and 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 shit and then you find out the gr- fucking crazy shit they did and the stuff they did at sleepovers and shit like that and you're like holy shit those girls were nasty all i knew when i was 20 all i knew about 20 year old women was that they were not fucking me that's for goddamn sure. <laughs> they were talking about how they weren't gonna fuck you like this is the thing they all fucking get together and they talk about all the guys they know. Hey, would you ever fuck Lewis? Ooh, <laughs> Tiffany Gross! No! That's what they do. And they practice kissing on each other and shit. I'm not no, kidding. they fucking don't. They fucking do. Boy, dude, oh, like, come on. Girls, girls out there, you tell me, and this is true, I guarantee you, because I know girls that did it, you practiced French kissing with a friend of yours. Don't tell me you didn't. I know you will fucking When they were like 14, I'm sure, but not when they were 20. Oh, come on. No, when they were 20, they, they just practiced fucking... <laughs> Jesus. Jesus I think I, re- I read somewhere that the average like 20-year-old woman has had like something like four, four or five sexual partners by that point. So it's like pretty, you know, it's pretty, pretty experienced, you know. What I, what I want to know is if that's true, right? How the fuck were they not fucking us? Like, what was going on when I was twenty? They were too busy fucking chatting. You know I mean? when, I, when I was twenty, I, I mean, was you with, even had hair back then. When I was twenty, a I had hair, but b I, I was with Mrs. F at the time. But when I was like 15, 16, 17, where the fuck were these girls who were doing all this fucking? They weren't around me. Ugh. Where the fuck were these women at? I, I want to go and 
find all the women I knew back then and ask them, did you guys get together and have a talk about how you weren't going to fuck me? And they'd be like, yeah, the council made a decision. <laughs> yeah, we did a veto and, on uh, you. It's uh, binding. I'm sorry. <laughs> fucking You made weird. the list of non-fuckies. You're out. Oh, man. <laughs> God damn it. Well, well, I don't know. Like, I mean, guys, for guys, it's a bit different. Or maybe it was just, like, different in the circles that, that we rolled in. But, like, man, we were not fucking practicing kissing each other. That's for goddamn sure. Well, like, no, obviously not. I mean, occasionally we laughed at each other's dicks. But, like, that was pretty rare as well. Like, it didn't happen <laughs> yeah. that often. You know, like there's that. Did I ever tell you about the guy that we went to his? We went to his house to sleep over, but we were like a bit older. We were like 14. I'm sure I told you guys about this. And is um, this about the stick? We got really drunk and we decided to play hide and seek. And every time, every time we went to find this guy, he'd be hiding, but he'd be just completely naked. It was so fucking funny. <laughs> so like he'd open like the cupboard or whatever, and he'd be like, "Ah, shit, no, not again." He's just like fucking sitting there, spread eagle, like with no clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck it was so oh, funny man. but yeah no we never practiced kissing each other i mean you know what the That's thing is i think God, young teenage boys are way more uptight about that kind of stuff so I, I still remember the year when we all finally admitted that yes we did masturbate and we were it was like the lowest sixth form so like the first year of a levels before we finally admitted that it was a thing like pre prior to that if you were caught mentioning it or referring to it or it was admitted that you did it, it was like a big deal in my year, like oh, a really yeah. big deal. I think when, uh, we weren't like too too bad about it. I think it just went without saying. Everybody knew that everybody was yeah. pretty much I mean, we all know we did it, but so. nobody nobody spoke openly about no, no, it because then you were, no. you were known as a wanker. I think it's possible that we were just like the fucking teen nerds who didn't get any action. Like when, when we talked about this before a little bit on the podcast, the, the community response was like, Oh my god, granddad, we we talk about sex all the time, we're fucking around all the time. Oh yeah, get up, snap that pussy. Like like it was like Jesus, it, it was it was crazy, like the response we got. And it was like Yeah, it's you know, different. It's different. Nowadays people people talk about it. I a think lot. it is with the internet and with porn, everyone's like fucking Oh, I don't want to do any normal sex. We're going to fucking stick a vibrator up your ass. I've had 2069s already and I'm only 16. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's different nowadays. Kids are, kids the are internet, sexualized. You know, we, 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 we were born in the generation where the only way to get porn you was to like porn out into the woods. In the woods. And yeah. find it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Find it in the woods. Or dare somebody to buy it off the top shelf. Older brothers, my mate's older brother had a porno tape yeah. and a collection of razzles and... We were like, we must have been twelve. It just absolutely blew our minds watching this porno. We were like, "Holy shit!" We had a lot of no French porn because, like, because I grew up yeah, really close it. It to French from France. To French, yeah, really close to French Canada. So all of the porn we saw was French. It was hilarious. Yeah, they fucking love it. So I, did I tell you this? My friend's dad for his sixteenth birthday, he got him a subscription to the fucking adult channel um, i think you told us about this yeah. his, wait I his dad this. got him the subscription yeah his dad bought oh, him it and gross. we were watching it so some of. people do that because they don't want like their kids they they want to they want to like sort of get their kids straight before they become gay sort of thing so they're like <laughs> they expose them to like you know like naked women and stuff like that right, in right. some hope they think that's all it is that they, yeah. whatever they see first that's what they'll go for i think that's like a, a <laughs> fairly fairly common thing to happen especially if there's Maybe. like any worries like oh my god he asked for a sewing machine for his birthday like let's get him fucking some playboys quickly before he like he comes too gay or whatever mm. you know what yeah. i mean like i think it, i think it does happen yeah, some people worry about that shit yeah holy shit 
Wow. Well, we're all just now thinking about Playboys, and we're going to have to have a quick break. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> just got to get some toilet paper. Be back in about 15 days. <laughs> 15? Jeez. Oh, for fuck's so, sake. So, all right. Well, I think that's a good podcast. I think that's a good place to end. Yeah. Uh, we're going to let yeah. you guys go. Thanks for listening. We'll we'll be back next week with some yeah. more um, of this. You can check out me and Sips and Prefects playing games together on Team Double Dragon, as usual, on YouTube. And uh, until next time, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.